0: It's Topics, the podcast in which two comedians talk about evergreen topics in a serious way. My name is Michael Ian Black, joined, as always, by Michael Showalter.
1: Uh, It's great to be here. It's great to be here, and uh, yeah, everything you said is true. We also have this guideline that uh, we're going to attempt to cover 80%. Uh, at least 80% of whatever the topic is.
0: Yeah, and, and as you say, it is a guideline. It's not a hard and fast rule because one of our rules on, po- on our topics is that there are no rules. Right. Um, and that's just a kind of clever way to say that we're open to anything happening. Ob- you know, obviously, there's rules. Yeah, They're, they're kind of unspoken. Yeah. Um,
1: I actually think the rule that there are no rules is the only rule. That's the right. only actual rule. Right. And then everything else is a guideline, mm-hmm. um, which is why I, I think it's worth specifying that the 80% guideline isn't a rule, so there's no consequence if we're not able to get there.
0: Well, that's an important distinction, I think, because rules, almost by definition, do have consequences when exactly. broken. Exactly, and so I'm 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 glad you stated it in that way because I hadn't really uh, unpacked the the definition of mm-hmm. the word rule mm-hmm. uh, in that way up to this point. Mm-hmm. So so thank you because now I feel like even a couple minutes into the podcast, I'm already thinking about mm-hmm. about uh, the definition of the word rules in a new way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: And I wanted to I wanted to also introduce a new guideline. Mm. Um, which is we're gonna get down and dirty with these with these conversations. This has already happened, and uh the gloves are gonna come off, and um but at the end of the day, I think at the end of the day we should and this is my proposed guideline,
0: we should have fun, mm-hmm, you know. I want to take that it I want to take that idea and run with it a little bit um, because it's worth stating from my point of view that I've already been having fun. The topic sometimes seems serious, but the conversation is fun mm-hmm. and maybe not fun in the sense that. I'm smiling from ear to ear Mm -hmm. and that I'm, I'm doing a touchdown dance, Mm -hmm. but fun in the sense that I'm challenging myself, that I'm interested. It's a kind of intellectual fun. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, we live in such a me first society. Uh, Oh, tell me about it. Yes. uh, I think in that light, the, definition of fun has been somewhat distorted to mean what you just what you said a smile on my face or you know I I picture being on a roller coaster and eating cotton candy or something I mean these are very traditional uh these are would be the very traditional definitions of it but I think fun is something can be something a little bit more complicated
0: it's it can be a deeper sort of fun mm. and i think it maybe takes a, a, a maybe a more mature person mm-hmm. to, to even appreciate that i'm mm-hmm. I mean, uh not to put too fine a point on it but a more evolved person to be able to look at any activity that engages the mind mm-hmm. as a fun activity
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: yeah you, i think evolved would say sophisticated
1: maybe yes. i mean it feels this this sort of uh, this idea that it can only be fun if it's somehow, you know, I'm laughing or I'm
0: smiling that giggling, how, what, what have well, you. There's a kind of sensualization to the word fun that I think in, in a way corrupts the kind of deeper mm-hmm. meaning of mm-hmm. the word. Mm-hmm. Um, we, you know, it, it, the, the culture itself has become so sensualized. Mm-hmm. Everything is so tactile. Mm-hmm. Touch me, feed me, give mm-hmm. me, hug me, kiss me, and all of that is fun, mm-hmm. but it's a kind of I don't know primitive fun. It's mm-hmm. a, it's a it's a very it's a very superficial fun. Whereas I think something like this podcast that we're doing and these conversations that we're having reaches to a deeper part that can't that is is it goes well beyond the surface mm-hmm. into something that I think touches maybe a, a, a an organ that is harder to reach, mm-hmm. and that is the soul. Mm-hmm.
1: It's the an acquired, soul. like anything else, it's, it's an acquired, you know, uh, the first few times that I had, you know, certain si- types of spices or something like this, I felt, what is this? I don't, you know, this is this particular spice is overpowering. And then once I get to, once I become more acquainted with it, it ends up becoming a spice and a
0: flavor, a flavor profile that I love. Yes. Yes. And that's, that's what I think this podcast has been for me. It's been a very important flavor profile. Mm hmm. You know, it's, it's something that my intellectual palate now craves. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. So, mm-hmm. Anyhow, you know, I don't want to. I don't want to wax too philosophical, and mm-hmm. I certainly don't want to pat ourselves on the back for something that um, I think comes naturally to us. I want to. I want to move into today's topic if I can, because I think it does speak to the podcast uh, in a certain respect.
1: I think I know but where you're. I think I know where you're going with
0: this. Yes, and but it also speaks to larger ideas, larger concepts, and the topic that I want to discuss today is courage courage is much valued and rightly so it's a quality that we seek in ourselves that we hope to have and that we are naturally drawn to in others well I
1: think it's 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 considered one of the main attributes of a hero Mm. Our
0: all of our heroes have courage, but is courage so easily defined? Because I think we have a sense—I do—of what courage is, but I don't know that I've ever quite put my finger to it and pointed to it and said, "This is courage." Well, what what if I I, I look at it this way, and and
1: you know. I'm not purporting to say that I n- have all the answers here, but if I, I want to ask you a question, which is what is
0: the opposite of courage? I want to say famine, but I don't think that's right. I don't I, either. I don't think famine it's interesting. is
1: right. Um, I'll take a guess. You want me to take a guess?
0: Yes. Fear. Fear. I, I, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to addend what you said. Please do. Cowardice. hmm I don't
1: think fear is the opposite of courage. Mm, I think I agree with you. I think cowardice. you're right. I think you're right. I think that, that fear isn't as nuanced as cowardice. I think cowardice is really, um, in cowardice, fear is a part of it but I think that you're new you you're adding shades to it that aren't that fear doesn't cover. So I thank you, I thank you for that.
0: Yes. And, and, and thank you for pointing the way because famine really wasn't correct at all. Yeah. I, and and the more I think about it, the more I think it was probably irrelevant. And so thank you for pointing the way and painting in pastel colors, which drew my eye allowing me to paint in subtler, subtler, um, shades. Mm -hmm. Um, when I think about fear in relationship to courage, I think the greatest heroes all experienced fear and their courage was the quality that allowed them to overcome their fear. I'm thinking, exactly. of course, exactly. you know what? you. I think you know who I'm thinking of Um most specifically. Batman? Is, no, although great. Harrison Ford's character in Air Force One. Ah, uh, the president. Uh, the the, the president. president. Because he was just... Overwhelmed by events, uh, Gary Oldman took over the plane, and you could see in his eyes, you know, "Hey, I'm the president. I'm also pretty scared here. Mm -hmm. Uh, I want to get my plane back." Mm -hmm. Now we can quibble about whether or not it was his plane or whether it was the people's plane. I don't think that's. Germain to this conversation, but the president, a man who was accustomed to being surrounded by and protected by others now had to look inside and find courage within himself.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's so interesting. That's so interesting what you're saying about not only courage, but the president and that movie. And you're so, right to point out that courage isn't the absence of fear. Courage is the actions that we take in response to fear because fear is very human.
0: Yes. Or the the actions we take in
1: spite of fear. I mean, the most, the bravest people have fear. They're not, they're not Robots. It's what do they do, as you said, in spite of or in the face of that fear.
0: Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. interesting. So interesting and worth delving a little bit deeper in because so many of our, our heroes, sometimes our heroes... Uh, fall short in their quest, but display courage in their noble failures. I'm thinking now of Mel Gibson in Braveheart, mm. who ends up being uh, tortured. Uh, his entrails hung before him. Mm-hmm. Uh, his final words, his final word, I believe, is uh, "Let me be free." Mm-hmm. He screams, "Let me be free!" Mm-hmm. and inspires, um, you know, his people, the German people, to rise up against their oppressors. Uh, and ultimately, that's what creates modern Germany. Yeah. is 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 his is his ringing. Yeah, let me be free. Yep. Uh, despite the fact that that he's looking at his entrails, mm-hmm. you know, so he failed in his quest, mm-hmm. but his courage never dimmed, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and his courage becomes the battle cry,
1: if you will, for generations to follow. Yes, and that's what I think is so. Why the blue face paint is so. Resonates, yes, and has so much
0: symbolic. Um, well, that's why that's why um, we look to sort of postmodern heroes uh, with the blue face paint. I'm thinking, of course, of the Blue Man Group, who you know, you said these aren't robots,
1: right? Well, you know, you 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 know, you you bring them up, and and I mean, it goes without saying, this is an amazing. Uh, theatrical experience will, where you'll see sort of it's – was it performance art? You'll laugh. You'll, you'll move dance in your seat. It's musical. It's dance. It's movement. The, but in a sense, how courageous – and this is sort of getting to a whole – opening up a whole other um, avenue – I think which is that the how courageous these performances are yes and how vulnerable uh these performers make themselves and 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 that it takes courage I think to um to dip dip down into
0: these blue men yes and and see what what's in there well uh, you've raised you said an avenue, I think you've probably raised, you've created a labyrinth here mm-hmm. because there's so much to look at in, mm-hmm. in that statement. First mm-hmm. of all, the courage of the performer. Mm-hmm. You know, every season we have the Oscars mm-hmm. and we talk about the bravery of these performances, mm-hmm. the courage that it takes mm-hmm. to pretend to be retarded, for example. Mm-hmm. And there's always a little, you know, a little cynical tittering mm-hmm. among the hoi polloi about, oh, mm-hmm. you know, such and such actor. Yeah, how brave could he be? He's making millions of dollars to pretend to be retarded. As I want to speak to those titterers as an actor, um, as somebody who you know I'm not going to compare myself to these great actors of course but I think I I think I I think I dance in their shadows mhm um and well a lot of
1: people might see you as this funny you know this yes. comedian um, which you are look you're an extremely funny guy
0: um thank you as are you
1: yeah and and I think you're you know all your everything that you do your stand up and your writing and all that stuff But what I think people don't necessarily get a chance to see is how how good of a dramatic actor you are and and the kind of and the kind of work that you can do in that medium and and some of the character work that you've done is, is really some of the
0: some just some very hard hard things that you've accessed yes yes, and that's 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 what I want to discuss a little bit. The bravery that I have displayed, and not just me, I'm like, using myself as an example
1: like when when you were in the day the Bronx died,
0: yes, a very mm. powerful play, and you played that that young guy, yes, I played um Billy, who was the only uh Caucasian member of an of a of a band of of friends who were of the negroid persuasion. Um, and it was brave for, of me to not only access that part of myself that allowed myself to feel other, mm-hmm. okay, to feel other, but it was brave of me as, a, as just an actor to hang out with black people all day mm-hmm. because that was a first for me.
1: And then, and then in NYPD Blue, back when that show was popular and you played the, the teenage Puerto Rican uh, gigolo.
0: Well, uh, street hustler, yes, mm-hmm. Joey Diaz mm-hmm. and and that was brave. Um, amazing. Well, I mean,
1: you did accent work, you yes. did um posture work, your posture yes. was different. the way you yes. the way you did the Puerto Rican accent was different and yes, and brave yes, you were yes. Uh, you added a little slight you, he seemed to be slightly effeminate. Yes, um, because he was he was a gay hustler, as you mentioned. I mean, that some of that stuff was. I I was just so impressed.
0: Well, thank you. Um, and again, this isn't about me. This is a, this is about a larger issue. But I can I can use myself as an example of the bravery that I've displayed in my work. Um, and I know that. You know, when that director yelled, cut, I think there is a tendency for lay people to think, oh, well, now, you know, he just goes back to his life. No, I have to shrug off um, this this other person that I've now inhabited. Shed,
1: right. You have to shed this this new skin that you've grown.
0: And that can't be easy. No. Well, if you've ever peeled away. Dead skin or something on your body, mm-hmm. revealing fresh skin, you know how tender and raw it can be. Yeah. I mean, if
1: you've ever, you know, uh, had to, you know, peel a, a husk off of your body, yes, um, you know, a dry chapped husk, and then underneath is this pink, uh, pink sensitive to the touch, yes. Um not yet you know uh, acclimated to really to air to the yes. to the atmosphere mm-hmm. and it, and it and and that that layer of
0: skin underneath the husk is very sensitive yes and and so you walk around in this almost new skin it's almost it's almost like you're being reborn as yourself mm-hmm. and it can be painful mm-hmm Mm-hmm. And I want to bring it back to your work mm-hmm. and some work that you've done. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm thinking now of the Pulitzer Prize-winning play "How I Learned to Drive." Mm-hmm. I was a chorus. Uh, I was Greek chorus man. Yes, well, but you were more than that mm-hmm. because I remember you played the grandpa. I played the grandpa. Yep. Um, I, I played. You, you
1: played a variety of roles. I played numerous roles. I played the grandfather. I played a man that a boy that she goes on a date with yes. a teenage boy. Yes. Yeah. And I mean, and
0: each of these characters you had to
1: fully inhabit. Yes. Yes. And then, you know, for the grandpa, I remember I, I hunched over
0: and yes. walked very slowly. Yes. And, and it's worth noting. That's not how you walk. Mm-mm. That's not how you, but Michael can
1: show Walter walk? But can I tell you something though? Please. That's how he walks. Yes. That's how he walks. And who, when I'm, I would be doing a disservice to him if I didn't walk the way he walks. You know what I mean? I'm disrespecting him if I don't walk like he
0: would. Yes. No, when you were grandpa mm-hmm. in how I learned to drive, mm-hmm. I remember noting. Well, first of all, I was lost in the play. Mm. So what I was seeing wasn't you, Michael Showalter. What I was Mm -hmm. seeing was Grandpa. Mm -hmm. But afterwards, Mm -hmm. I remember noting to myself, my gosh, that's not how Michael Showalter walks. Mm -mm. But it seemed very right for how I imagined Grandpa to Mm -hmm. walk. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And how courageous of Michael to allow himself to look um, weakened, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. to not be, um, this, this sort of vibrant young presence that I know you to be, mm-hmm. but instead to take on this wizened, vulnerable, mm-hmm. as you said, hunched over mm-hmm. visage and it just struck me that that was just an incredibly courageous mm. choice. Thank you. Thank and you. I applaud I applaud you for that. And I don't know if I've ever quite articulated that to you before, but I, I do think it's worth acknowledging now um, because it was courageous. Well, I'll and, say, as and, I said. And courage, courage deserves to be acknowledged.
1: Well, And that's everything you're saying is so thank you. And, and I really do appreciate that. But honestly, I wouldn't call it courage if, I mean, grandpa was – was the courageous one and if anything i was just i felt that it was my responsibility to um to give him to let him you know to show people what you know to let allow grandpa to walk the earth yes and that i wouldn't be that i would be i couldn't
0: live with myself if i didn't let grandpa be right well, you're being very humble, and I think that is—I think that is the true mark of a hero. Um, the hero never thinks of himself as a hero. The mm-hmm. hero deflects. The, the hero says, "I just was doing what I was—I—I uh, I had to do in the moment." Mm-hmm. Um, now, I this past week I was in Arizona, mm-hmm. and I was with um, a number of veterans, some Marines, mm-hmm. who had. Um, been in various campaigns in, in Iraq and, and otherwise, Afghanistan. And, you know, I think we rightly say in this country, those guys are heroes mm-hmm. because they display the kind of courage that we wish for ourselves. Mm-hmm. And I want to say, I believe them to be heroes as well. Mm. But is their courage, the courage of um, walking towards the battle, whereas mm-hmm. the rest of us would, would run away, mm-hmm. is that courage, and I don't have an answer to this question, is that a greater courage than the courage you displayed as grandpa or I displayed as uh, Billy in the day the Bronx died I don't have a definitive answer. Well, name, I th- so. I
1: I think as we've mentioned in past episodes, I think that's something the historians are going are going to yes. need to weigh in on. Yes. Um I think it's certainly not an easy it's not a it's not clearly not, I could say already, it's not obviously one or the other. Right. Um and I think you and I could speculate or or weigh in and you know, um I have, you know, I kind of have my opinion, but I think ultimately I'd want the historians to weigh in on this. Right.
0: I would too. I'd, I'd be curious to hear
1: your opinion though. I, you know, honestly, I don't think it's a contest. That's honestly what I think. I think both are, both that, are brave, both, both are brave. courageous, both yes. are valid. Um, I know what it took for me to, t- to play grandpa. I think I, you probably know what it took for you to play Joey Diaz. Yes. And uh, am I saying that I'm that I'm that I'm more brave than these than these soldiers and, you know, fighting fighting wars overseas to to defend, uh, you know, the ideals of our country? It's not for me to say. Right. It's really not for me to say. Uh,
0: having observed both. Mm-hmm. Meaning having observed you and having spent some time with these veterans, and I agree with you, it's not for us to say, but I would say there's so much courage on each side. Um, if there's anything that would tip it in favor of the artist,
1: mm-hmm.
0: it's that there is a kind of psychological toll. mm mm-hmm. That the artist takes that soldiers don't have to deal with. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. For them, it's purely a physical activity. Mm. Their courage is the kind of courage um, you know a, a a great runner displays. Right.
1: If you when 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 you're uh, w- when I did Grandpa, I couldn't just leave Grandpa on the stage. Right. You know, I had Grandpa with me. For
0: days, sometimes. No, and I, I, I still feel like I hear Grandpa in your tone and in your timber when you're talking to me now. Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, I think. It, look, I, I think both are very brave. Um, both deserve credit, a lot of credit. Yes. And I don't think it's a. I don't think it's a contest. I don't think that this is a kind of thing where we need to pick one over the other. I think everyone's going to have their opinion about it. But I
0: do think it's worth saying that although soldiers get medals Mm -hmm. and and well-deserved. Absolutely. Well-deserved.
1: Absolutely.
0: We don't celebrate them the same way we celebrate an actor who gave a great performance. Mm-hmm. You know, There's not a billion people watching a medal ceremony the way there are a billion people watching the Oscars. You're making a really good point. And I think that speaks to something. Yeah, you're making a really good point pretty significant in the human psyche where you go, Mm -hmm. yes, they're, yes, they're well-paid and they're glamorous, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but I wonder if the reason they're so well-paid and the reason they're so glamorous is because they're able to do something, to display a kind of courage that isn't readily accessible to most people, not even... Soldiers. You're who so are, right. Who, who are rightfully deserving medals for what they do. Sure, sure. You know, the, as far as I'm concerned, for soldiers, the more medals, the better. Give Absolutely. them all the medals. Yep. You know, a medal a day as far as I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. Because they're doing something so important and so courageous in its own way. Mm-hmm. But it's not the kind of deep... Uh, digging deep, that I think somebody like
1: uh. well, like for example, I you know Jack Palance won won an, an Oscar for his when he played uh, Shorty in City Slickers. Yes, do you remember that? Of course, a, and mem- I mean, a, a memorable role. You know how brave that performance was.
0: Well, because he was old. Mm-hmm.
1: He was old.
0: You know, for him to endure what I'm sure he had to endure day in and day out on that set. Now, I'm, only, I, I'm not even scratching the kind of psychological work that he did, mm-hmm. just the physical work. There's not, you know, when we compare it to soldiers, for example, you don't find 77, 78-year-old soldiers um, out there on patrol day mm-hmm. in and day out. Mm-hmm. The way Jack Palance was on a horse mm-hmm. and interacting with Bruno Kirby and Billy Crystal and Daniel Stern. That's such um, a funny movie, by the way. It's a very funny movie. I bet very heartwarming,
1: too. I should
0: say, well, very heartwarming. And, too. And, 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 and that's its own kind of courage. The courage to be heartwarming um, and funny. Mm-hmm. You know, to, to, and I wanted to mention this about a Blue Man group as well. The kind of uh, uh, courage that it takes to mount a production like that, and you know, when it when it isn't clear that that there's a there's an audience for something so experimental, very brave, very courageous. But 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 getting back to Jack Palance, the work that he did. <sighs> There was such interest and joy for Jack Palance when he won the award, because I think we all recognized the toll that it must have taken on that man, and he died only a few years later. Right. And you have to ask yourself. Well, it was his swan song. It was his swan song. And and did Shorty ultimately kill him? Did the work kill him? Mm Mm-hmm. And that's taking the idea of courage to a whole other place. Mm-hmm.
1: To take so. nothing away from the armed forces and what no, they're, and, take, and, where, and, and what and, they're doing.
0: Incidentally, to take nothing away from the legend of Curly's Gold, mm-hmm. the sequel to City Slickers, mm-hmm. uh, in which Jack Palance played his own twin. Mm-hmm. Think about how how difficult that must have been.
1: Mm-hmm. So I, can't, I honestly I can't even think I can't even wrap my head around it. Right? You mm-hmm. know I can try I can I can dip into my own experiences and think, can I, but I can't even, I can't even fathom something like that.
0: No, I mean, grandpa probably comes close, but, but, but to go that. Can I be
1: honest? I don't even think so. I mean, I think with grandpa, I probably only touched, scratched the surface. And I really do mean that. I'm not just being humble. Mm -hmm. Um, But uh, may, uh, may Jack Palance rest in peace, you know? Yes. Yes. Of course. Well, I think we've. Ding, 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 ding. Yes, I think we've probably. 80%. 80%. 80%.
0: 80%. And we've uncovered a lot of truths about courage today. Mm -hmm. Um, The most, I guess, important lesson that I'm taking away from this conversation is that. The work I do and the work you do is important, mm-hmm. is courageous, mm-hmm. and deserves whatever accolades, awards, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, come our way. And I'm, I'm using, I'm, you know, I'm not me. Not can me, I, I can not, I just yeah. add to that? Can I? Yes, yes and yes. yes,
1: yes, and um, but that shouldn't, but our that shouldn't reflect in any negative way on what the armed forces does.
0: Of course not. Because I think, as I said, just give them all the medals. You know, don't give them an Oscar because it's a, that's a different category. But give them military medals and, and awards and banners and uh, throw parades for them. Um, it's important what they do and firefighters, but and it's police. important what we
1: do, but it's yes. important what we
0: do. Yes. And, and again, you and I are just, as I said earlier, and I think I said this so beautifully dancing in the shadows yeah. of the greats.
1: Cause cause I want to say, yeah, yes. Uh, what the armed forces does in firefighters and, you know, emergency medics, and medics and, and, and barbers, the police and, and coast guard. And did yes, you say and, barbers? And, and, Yes, barbers and people. Okay. Yes,
0: I mean the bar, it, barbers may not have been as good an example as as the ones you were. Probably you not, but it's still I get it. it it's it's valid. It's a and valid it's absolutely example. Absolutely yes. valid. And because but, what because because when you think about like what Vidal Sassoon did mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in the sixties, it mm-hmm. was courageous. It
1: was it was it was he he set off a cultural revolution.
0: It's courageous what he um, did.
1: But but what you were saying. Well, what I was going to say was that the reverse is true as well, which is while, yes, we can sit here and say for sure that firefighters and emergency, as you said, paramedics or, or the armed forces, the, the police force, um, people in the medical field, what have you, they're courageous. But I don't want that to detract from what I think we're also saying about, about Joey, you know what the work you did as Joey Diaz and the work that I did as grandpa. Yes. So I think it goes both ways that, that, that
0: I don't want it to, I don't want to tilt it too far in one way or the no, other. Of course I, it's not. You know. And just, just once it would be nice if I was walking through an airport and a soldier came up to me and thanked me for the, for my service. Yes. I don't, I don't need that. I
1: hear you. I hear you. And I feel the same way, but I also think, you know, maybe, you know, it's sort of a let, let sleeping dogs lie. Kind of
0: course. Of, thing. of course. I don't need it. It would be
1: nice. You don't need it. It would be nice. Exactly. I hear you and I get it. Um, and, uh,
0: you know, people are people. Yes. Yes. We're all courageous in our own way, except for those of us who aren't. Who are cowards, as you said. Then there
1: yes. are those who are cowards. People who are cowards are not courageous. Right. I think we can pretty definitively say that. Yes, and um, well, very
0: much uh, a lot to chew on here. A whole mm-hmm. lot to chew on.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, in a, a, a really impactful and insightful episode today. Um, you know. I'm, I'm grateful for you. I'm grateful for the work that we do. I'm grateful for the listeners and all that they contribute. I think we all display courage mm-hmm. when we allow ourselves to have these conversations and to have what I hope for everybody is this fun. So Michael, until we speak again, um, it was a pleasure and uh, I know I'll be thinking about the nature of courage a lot in the coming days. Me too.
1: Hello. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of Topics. Please help us get the word out about the show by writing us a rating or a review on iTunes. If you'd like to write to us a question or a comment about this episode or any episode, please do. Our email address is topicspodcasts at gmail.com. Thank you.